welcome to what the hell we're doing an uh, offshoot today what we're doing today we're gonna talk about uh kirk uh captain kirk going up to space william shatner that was actually uh i watched the the footage of it yeah did you watch the footage of him uh yeah uh come after he came back and everything well yeah i mean he was emotional <laughs> Yeah, he had legitimately a uh, religious experience from what yeah. he was he he was feeling. Uh, that's the only way I can actually mention it because he was describing. It. It's like you, you just don't realize, you know, how vast space is. And I saw it. You know, my character. You know, I played my character and everything like that, but I just. I mean, he started crying. I mean, that was yeah. that was an experience. I mean, he saw the like he. It's one of those things that it is a once once in a lifetime di- type deal to the point to where uh, if you get a chance, take it. You'll never forget it, unless yeah, unless we get it, to the point to where the, we're going to space a lot. The going price. I think on that Blue Origin flight is like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But three hundred fifty thousand dollars was three hundred fifty thousand dollars for like a ten minute experience. Fifteen, I think. It was, yeah, well, ten or fifteen, yeah. But I think there was a lot of missed opportunities on this flight. Um, and that background noise. Let me turn that down just a little bit. I've got the Patriots, or not the Patriots, coming. the Buccaneers and the Eagles game on in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, they're currently winning 21-7. to um, Or the, the Buccaneers are anyway. But um, there was a lot of missed opportunities, I think, especially because they had William Shatner on board. Um, they, they missed the opportunity for Captain Kirk to uh, give the command to, uh, you know, take it out i mean he could have said something cool no engage was picard's thing okay kirk was always like let's see what's out out there or like he did at the end of star trek uh six the undiscovered or the the final frontier when he was like second star on the right straight on until morning um or just his 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 all-time classic space dock command when he's like quarter one quarter impulse power oh it's blue origin let's take her out yeah so, I mean, and the fact that he didn't get to fly in his Starfleet uniform kind of pisses me off. Well, no, they had a they had a photo up and they had like a, a mock up uh, of the suits and everything, because there's a lot of memes is uh, Kirk's wearing his gold and everybody else is wearing red. And it's like, should someone tell those guys uh, standing next to Kirk? Yeah. That- Did you see the one where it says uh Mirror it's, Universe uh, William Shatner landed. <laughs> yeah. That was funny as hell. And he had that he had that evil looking ass goatee or Fu Manchu. That shit, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. But yeah, he uh I mean he was like, holy hell, you know. I mean just the the whole yeah, it's two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand, but the Virgin Galactic says it's reopening ticket sales for flights for four hundred thousand a pop. Yeah, but see, you know, 
okay so richard branson i think he is vastly and wildly behind the power curve here um well elon musk the spacex one the ticket sold for a whopping 55 million each so well yeah but you see the thing about spacex they actually go into orbit and stay uh, for a couple of days yeah blue origin and jeff bezos now to his credit william shatner didn't have to pay a dime for this flight because jeff bezos invited him as a guest because jeff bezos is a huge trekkie yeah you know and 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 to be completely and perfectly honest with you if i were in jeff bezos's position i would have done the same damn thing yeah you know I mean, I would have had one of the crew members and everything. Well, but a lot of a lot of people Nichelle were talking Nichols about. Has got, she, Nichelle Nichols, she's suffering from Alzheimer's right now. Yeah, she's in the middle of a legal battle over her power of attorney and her estate with her kids. Um, well, let's face it, nobody wants to talk to George Takei anymore. I mean, the guy is just so like left wing whack job, and no, it's not that. Oh, bad. I know. Now, now he's all. I'm now. I'm feeling all kinds of feelings uh, about. No, my it's not even that. Well, I know it's not this. No, it's not even that. It's him, diddly little kids. That's right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I thought he was actually a pretty cool guy until I found that out. I was like, he's doing what? You know, I, I bet, uh, what was his, uh, his partner's name, Brad? I bet yeah. that was a revelation for Brad. Oh. But uh, probably not. Unless not. Brad was in on it. Yeah. But, uh, but I, well, we're it's not like the whole, it's here. like, yeah, it, it's like the whole thing with uh, uh, Brian Singer. I just, that's a, another whack job that it, yeah. I, I never really. Out, out of the original cast. Yeah, Kirk's the only one. Man, and he looked, I was like, Someone, he's 90 so, years old yes he looks so spry dude and it's like he's out there horseback riding yeah he's he he, he does the, the 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 convention circuit granted he's an expensive ticket but he does the uh the uh, the, the convention circuits um and he was in uh uh range 15 he was in range in 15 yeah he was in range 15 yeah um Albeit he was only in there for about five minutes, but well, most of uh, the most of the most of the celebrity cameos were, yeah. But you know, I mean, for somebody like like us, people like us who grew up on Star Trek, you know, I I had my mom was commenting about it the other day. So I was like, "He is ninety years old," and she goes, "Yeah, we'll put it into perspective." She goes. She started watching Star Trek when she was in the fifth grade, when it was still new on TV. The original yeah, series. That was that was the same thing with my dad. Yeah, you know, and I'm sitting there going, "Wow, you know, it, when when William Shatner does eventually decide that he is done breathing, um, I mean, you are going to. I mean, I I, I would almost equate." William Shatner's eventual passing to you know to the science sci-fi world to how the comic book world reacted when Stan Lee 
passed away. Not gonna lie, I cried. Yeah, no, dude. I was like, he was ninety-five, but I was still cried. Yeah. You know, like my boys cried. My my two youngest kids, they cried. You know, and then when we went to go see Endgame and we saw his last cameo, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough, you know. And and I swear to God, if Kevin Feige doesn't have Deadpool start doing the fourth wall breaks and doing Stan Lee's cameos, like that first one, Ryan Reynolds needs to walk out in the in this in the Deadpool costume going. Where the fuck is Stan Lee? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, I guess I have a job. <laughs> you know? I mean, he's got to do it. But with 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 William Shatner. I mean, being the only, well, Walter, Walter Koenig, he's still alive, but dude's bald as a cue ball, and he never really bounced back after his son's suicide. Yeah. That's the guy that uh, that was uh, Chekhov. He was Chekhov. Yeah, he was the original Chekhov. And he, he played the psychic uh, in, uh, in uh, Babylon 5. Yeah, yeah, in that's right. Um, Walter Koenig, <laughs> Koenig he... he uh, he had a very brief movie career outside of Star Trek. Um, there was an old movie, older movie called Moon Trap. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Where he like, you know, sets up that emergency shelter on the moon, gets laid on the moon. Yeah. And then somehow or another figures out that he could fire an Uzi in zero in a vacuum. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but I guess mythbusters prove that you could actually do it uh you can still do it because it's still pressure but it's not like uh you don't have a fire yeah but uh um but let's see here we've lost leonard needmore so mr spock is gone yeah most james doohan yeah james doohan uh, Mr. Scott, he's gone. DeForest Kelly, who played McCoy, he's gone. Because the um, doc, the uh, Bones died right after he did a brief of uh, his first. He, he did that. He did that he cameo did that, on the uh, uh, Encounter of Yeah, the the pilot. Yeah, of the Next Generation. Um. Yeah, that that was the uh, Encounter at Farpoint episode. Yeah, because he was talking me. to Data. Yeah, he was talking to Data. He's like, you take care of her, and she'll take care of you. I remember that line. Yeah. I am such a damn nerd. Anyways. Um, God, and, and, and put, putting it in uh, perspective as uh, for me and everything, it's like the first encounter and everything. We didn't really divvy into like the nerd stuff and everything, but our second encounter and everything, we were talking nerd stuff, and I was like, oh, you're one of my kind you're this one is... of my people <laughs> <laughs> i thought i thought we we're you're just uh just a guy that because you, you usually uh wear sports stuff and everything so it just throws my little little game off and everything and and, and then, then i started was... busting out with the enterprise shirts yeah no it wasn't that it was when we were talking about invincible which my daughter hasn't seen yet and she's like dad I heard about this TV show called Invincible on Amazon. Can we watch it? I was like, yeah, but the 
first episode at the end of the uh, thing, it would basically gut punch you. It's like, how bad is it? Oh my god, it's just glorious. It is glorious, glorious evil yeah. bashing. It it just it, the whole it throws you that last part of the episode just throws you through for a loop. Absolutely, it does. Um. So I. You know, but just before I get into that other subject, getting back to Shatner, you know, we as like the the, the sci-fi community, we, I mean, I really think that we need to kind of like embrace William Shatner as much as we possibly can while we still have him, you know? Well, yeah. But, you know, I mean, because for whatever reason, this guy has figured out what the fountain of youth is or where it's at. And or he he's got it. He's got a well drilled. Yeah, because if you if you look at uh, if you look at uh, a person that's the same age as him, uh, Clint Eastwood, I mean, he's still spry, but he looks like he's he looks old, of course. Clint Eastwood enjoys his cigars. Yeah. You know? And I'm some, I'm surprised the same thing hasn't happened to Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, he looks old, but well, I think it was because Arnold still he's pretty active in the gym still. Yeah. And that he switched his diet out. Yeah. What he said. He, he, he he's more diet. He's more a uh, vegetarian. He still eats meat and everything like that, but he's like, "Man, I just I wish I could still do it, but I can't. So I have to eat re- more responsibly. But he's yeah. he's in that fitness stuff and everything, so it it works out for him. You know, I mean, I I would love, I would love just one time for hollywood to pull its head out of its collective ass get this fourth kelvin timeline star trek movie made right well okay it's where, not where, really hollywood uh, it, type it, thing. it's it's the it's the it's the it's the it's the actors screen or screen actors guild yeah right their union rules about pay you know payroll and stuff yeah because that just that just uh switched around because uh gina guerrero was supposed to make this movie Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, and the whole group and everything. Well, they were funding a movie, and it was supposed to be in Modern Times and everything, but they ended up going uh, something to do with the Screen Actors Guild. She's like, okay, uh, well, we can't make this movie. They're like, the only reason why they can't make the uh, movie was because of the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, the Screen Actors Union. She's like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to rewrite another script because it was written with uh, Screen Actors Guild uh, writers." So they ended up making a wholly different movie, which they're filming. I think today. I didn't. I gotta check the uh, the thing off that. But they're filming today. They started filming it today, and it's going to be a period piece. They they scrapped that script and rewrote another script really fast. Mm-hmm. And it's a period piece, and it's Old West. 
I can't even remember the movie's name. Hold on. Uh, let me take a look at the. Uh, da, 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 da. God, I can't even look up her name. Hold on. That that's so sad. It is Gina Guerrero, right? Carino, uh, Carcino, C A R C I N O. <clears throat> that's when I was mixing up. Oh, there we go. I mixed up her last name. Or Cacano, yeah. I was uh, the guy that we were fixing up the house with terror, terror on the prairie. Yeah, that's that's the new one that's coming out in 2020, and it's an old western and everything. I would I wouldn't mind seeing it. I mean, I like her as an actress and everything. I'm not I'm not drinking the Kool Aid that you're drinking, where you uh, fantasize of her and everything, but. I I like I, I found her attractive when she was younger. I just don't find her attractive now. I'm gonna ask you kindly just one time there to pump the brakes there, Silver Surfer. Oh uh, yeah. And I'm not talking about the good kind. I'm not talking about the comic book version of the Silver Surfer. I'm talking about that really shitty 20th Century Fox Fantastic Four failure of the Silver Surfer. Don't be sitting there trying to say, oh, I fantasize her. I'm not drinking the same Kool-Aid you're drinking. Yeah, don't, don't. Dude, you don't. went on a, te- dude, you could probably look at one of the episodes where you just go off on a fantasy trip about her. Um, I mean, we literally have it recorded. I just don't know which episodes it was. Are you sure that was me? Oh, it w- I was positive. I was positive because you were mm-hmm. like, mm, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, and by all it means, was, no, I think we, if, it was if the review you of, uh, or any no. of our listening audience is up to it and, and you feel like putting in the time, the effort, it was the Mandalorian the, the, and, episode, the one where we reviewed the Mandalorian finally. I just said she was an attractive woman. There was no fantasy. There was no diatribe going on. There was no monologue. I was looking right in your eyes, and I saw like the the twinkle in your eye. And I was there. It is. There it is. It was really weird. I thought it was exaggeration. The alliteration. Yeah, yeah. But I literally thought it was toward me. Towards me, and then you started talking about gina carrero and i was like oh oh okay that makes sense now okay that was it was so weird at that point sure (laughs) uh i hope maria doesn't die off of that one (laughs) 
No, she uh she's dealing with some family issues right now, so Oh, what happened? Uh, oh, I'll I'll get into it with you a little bit uh okay. off camera, but um but yeah, so Well, if we, anything we, uh we're, we just we just we just need to keep her in our thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, and like that. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on it after, uh, when we're off camera, but, um, so, you know, um, yeah, it just, seeing William Shatner actually get to, get to go to space, seeing how it had affected him. I mean, it, it once in a lifetime opportunity for him. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity for us as a fan base. Which really be says the Russians been Russians been doing this for like twenty million a pop. Like, and yeah, but the they're not doing it for civilians. They're not doing it for civilians. They were we were they were charging us twenty thirty million dollars a pop to send our own astronauts up to the ISS. And then when SpaceX came out, we finally figured out, hey, we can do this and sustainably do it. Russia got pissed off at us because they were losing all that money. Dude, wasn't there like a in uh, uh, sync kid that went in and up in space? Uh, it was uh, Lance Bass. Yeah. I don't he think flew he actually with the made it into orbit. I don't think he actually made it to orbit. He'd paid the money to do it. It, it was it was a thing at one time, but nobody actually ever went up. What about what about that uh, billionaire or whatever? He was the only one. Because he, but Lance Bass, I remember, I remember the, the there were no celebrities that ever went up. Ever no 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 normal run of the mill. I mean, this dude, the only guy that went up is a Russian oil tycoon billionaire. Okay. That's a civilian. But he was Russian with more than okay. likely okay, a lot I of connections. You, okay. Uh, but as far as people that you and I would recognize, no. It was it wasn't it wasn't a uh, sustainable business model as much as they would have liked it to be. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a sustainable business model. So, um, but with but getting back to the whole Star Trek movie thing, right? If they were able to actually combine, you know, get get William Shatner to sign on. I mean, even if it's just like a five-minute cameo where Kirk Prime could meet Kirk Kelvin, you know? Yeah. That would be great. Merge, remerge the timeline. And that way, and, and I hate to be this way about it, but they need to recast Anton Yelich's checkoff. They have to. If they're going to make any more Star Trek movies with the enterprise ca uh, crew they're going to need a checkoff they it's can't write him out of the universe isn't there? huh it, it it was it was only walter koenig and anton yelich yeah and as and, much yeah. as anton yelich nailed a young checkoff i mean i i hate to be cold-hearted and, and and kind of 
callous about it, but they recast people all the time. Yeah. There should, it shouldn't be an exception because Anton Yelich got crushed by his Jeep Grand, uh, Grand Cherokee. That was fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah, I get it. And I, I, of course, I it's also the same reason why I don't, I don't want to, uh, if I, I won't get a vehicle with that little knob thing anymore. I mean, yeah, they probably fixed the bugs and everything, but still. Well, at the very least, I'm not buying a house on a big, two hall, big, big fucking huge hill where I got to walk down my driveway just to get to the mailbox. No. Dude, I saw, I saw this thing on YouTube just recently. They've had, uh, it's in Bel Air. It's a $500 million house. And surprise, surprise, they can't find anybody to buy it. But it has like seven swimming pools, uh, 28 baths. Uh, there's a kitchen inside the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's just enormous. And I looked at it. I was like, even if I had stupid amount of money, I still wouldn't buy this ha- house on a whim because I just watched. I just I just watched the drive to get to the house, and it's a loop. It's basically Wichita Mountain. Oh, Mount Scott. Yeah, it's basically like Mount Scott. And Mount Scott, if we have any viewers there in other countries, it's just basically a small hill where you can just <laughs> drive up. They have a, a paved road where you can drive up it. It's a glorified pile of rocks. It is. It really is. They a road around. Yeah. Think Pikes Peak, but like Many on a Walmart version. budget. It's the great value version of Pikes Peak. There we go. Okay, I yeah, I can get behind that one. Um, actually, no, not even that. It, it's it's the uh, the the members mark, which is the Sam's Club brand. Okay. Yeah. So. No, 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 no. We we, we can go worse. No, because there uh, is some exclusivity there. No. Uh, oh no. No, wait, the, that that brand it. from the dollar store. Clover Valley. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's a Clover Valley Pikes Peak, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the view is great. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing view. view. You know, but like a lot of Oklahoma, you can watch your dog run away for two weeks out there. You know, but... um, But, yeah, it... I don't know, there's... I'm I'm gearing up my uh, my girlfriend and her sister are in Boston right now for for the week, uh, celebrating you know uh, her sister's birthday. But uh, man, I'm going to be getting on a plane in two weeks, and I cannot wait. Yeah, there's going to be so many pictures, so many cool little stories coming out of that trip, um, and ninety. Eight percent of them are going to be PG rated, so yeah, there's that. Um, the other two percent, I'm keeping to myself. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, going to take the Fenway tour. Uh, I'm going to do the same Adams uh, Brewery tour. Okay. Uh, you know, the only other brewery I would I want to go to is uh, uh, Guinness. Ooh. Yeah, they have that, her sister. They, her sister, when she went to Scotland, I think they did Ireland. They went into okay. Dublin. They went to Dublin, and they did they 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 did the harp tour. Yeah, because on on the floor they still have the. 
was a hundred year lease mm-hmm. on on that property and everything that they bought yeah. for like a dollar or some shit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but um, see, you don't you don't see that anymore because we almost really had don't. the same. You you they almost had that. With... At least not in our country, we're not going to see that now on the European stuff. I mean, where you've got that old old timey stuff yeah i mean where you've got the where you've got the uh the old old stone architecture you know but we do have we do have that one uh oh god what is it it's some kind of bond that it still produces money and they still have the ledgers for it and they have to check up on who owns it and they still pay them like a small it, it's like small minute amounts of money i just right. can't remember what it is um yeah i'm not sure i can't think of it off the top of my head but we but, have uh, those little quirks that you just got i mean lake arrowhead used to be like that yeah um you talking about like the mineral rights no you'd uh uh buy an area for like uh yeah okay stupid amount of money like a hundred bucks and you'd have like a lease for like there was a hundred a hundred year lease on uh, on lake arrowhead and then the guy bought the whole property and it ruined a lot of those leases yeah um no i know what you're talking about um like like camp going out towards seymour uh, yeah all these people had all these like uh lake homes lake cabins out there mm-hmm. on the shore and a developer went out there and bought the leases out from out from under everybody without their you know without consulting with them at all he went to the actual owners of the property and they were like yeah i mean these people have got like lake homes that have been there for like 30 something years some of them have been there for 50 years they've been leasing the, their property from us for you know ever and some of some of these homes have been like multi-generation right yeah this subdivision developer went out there oh i remember who it is it's the same jackass that owns the los angeles chargers really yeah because it was the san diego chargers and then he got the money together and convinced the ownership group in the NFL to let him move the team to, to, to LA. And, uh, let's see what's going on here. It is scoreless through five innings in the winner take all game five in the national league division series between the giants and the Dodgers. I am praying that the giants pull off a miracle and beat the Dodgers. Cause I'm really sick and tired of the Dodgers. Anyways, Dean Spanos. Yeah, Dean Spano. He's the one who went out there and bought all that property around Lake Kemp and then terminated the leases of all of those lake homes and had a lot of them torn down. What is he doing with that land, though? Right now, nothing. Um, I think 
I think he's just one of these guys that wants to own a piece of Texas. And so he just went out and bought a lake, basically. Hmm. And he realized that it's just so damn remote that <laughs> that he's not going to be able to develop it. Yeah, we do have some weird areas <laughs> around around us that, I mean, my brother-in-law only lives like probably around about, I'd say 30 minutes away, but I don't go mm-hmm. out and that. I, I only go out there every like blue moon. I yeah. see. I, I see him around town when he comes into town and everything like that. But he likes it, and I'm like, I, I was I, at first. I was like, I don't know why how you could uh, stand living here uh, that far out. And then I just, I guess it's like an age gap type deal where you just learn how uh, learn like you know what this is not a bad idea. Well, I mean, like for example, like for me, if if I had the means to do so. I, you know, I would buy a piece of property like that and I would make a lot of my utilities off the grid. You know, I would go solar, I would drill my own well kind of a thing. And, um, you know, I mean, obviously at some point you're going to have to have like the, the, uh, you know, like your gas brought in, you know, like propane or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, you can use propane. Yeah. Do it that but, way. You know, but if i had the resources to set that kind of a thing up where i can live on my own out there do what i wanted to do out there and build the house the way that i wanted to i've also got the means and the capability to drive back into town to get things like groceries to you know, do this, that, and the other. Every, I mean, I would still be able to live like I'm living in a city as far as like things to do and resources and stuff. But when I go home, I don't have to worry about some nosy ass neighbor coming over asking for a cup of sugar. You know, and I, you know, like, I'd be able to go out, basically turn my backyard into a into a shooting range, a driving range, or a baseball field. I could do whatever the hell I wanted. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the, the Hawaiian? Uh, I think he's a real estate mogul or something like that. He because you're talking about solar power, but there's a guy in Hawaii that has his own small uh, nuclear reactor to power his house. I would. Wow. Okay. I have not heard that, but yeah, there is a, it, it's, if he's got the money, Hey, more power to him. Yeah. And you know, I mean, he's, he's got to be incredibly intelligent because you know that you're not going to be able to keep people on staff and pay them enough to run that. No, no, it's kind of a, I'm trying to find the uh, person that owns it. Plus, you want to think about the types of red tape regulations and oversight that the state, because let's not forget, Hawaii is probably one of the more liberal states. We just don't hear about them a lot because they're holed off in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. 
all I'm getting right uh, on Google is uh, that fake uh, false alarm uh, missile thing. Yeah, well, either he's paying Google to keep him keep him off of the search, or it's it just... was on it was on YouTube. No, it was on one of those uh, like Wrench of Famous. Uh, but they didn't say the name either, so probably, and they didn't say the location. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know it. <laughs> I I don't know that I would have my own nuclear reactor just because. I one I don't want to have to maintain it. Two, whenever you whenever you do eventually have to get it refueled. Yeah, you I mean, the amount of knows. money that you're going to be out just trying to dispose of the depleted uranium rods. You really? Just, you just chunk them in the yard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Right, it's a thing. You maybe if we lived in the Nevada desert in the fifties, <laughs> or uh, what was it? Uh, the hills have eyes. Oh, right. Yes. Because I want my kids running around with a third eye. Yeah, exactly. No, they're incest. One eye. And yeah, I, I know that they were incest. Yes, I'm, I'm aware. But and the whole idea was they were, strength. they're, they're living next, uh, next to a nuclear, uh, uh, bombing site, which ironically, the whole reason why, uh, John Copper made that story was because there was a tale from uh, Scotland of those actual people. Hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm I'm it, it I have been absolutely, this week has felt like an incredibly long week. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel it too, but it, it, it had a lot of, uh, like spurts of really cool stuff that happened. Like, like the whole, uh, uh, Shatner going to space deal. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, relatively speaking, it, it was kind of a, a slow news week. But I mean, with Shatner going into space, uh, Southwest closing uh, closing down because the pilots went on strike because of uh, well, no, uh, because like mandates. you know, my girlfriend and her sister they fly Southwest and they flew up there on Southwest this week. I'm flying on Southwest at the first of the month. I guess there's not that many pilots that. Uh, strike uh, went on strike. Well, no. When Governor Dab- when Governor Abbott came out with his his ban on on mandates in the state of Texas, any businesses based in Texas or that operate in Texas cannot uh, cannot mandate their employees to get that vaccine. Yeah, and I mean, everybody's even, like, oh even, well, Bi- you know, President Biden did this. No, there's he didn't. Sleepy Joe did not sign an executive order mandating vaccines. He he didn't, and he no. can't. And even if he were to try to put pen to paper, it would be, 
it, there would be a, an injunction lawsuit filed before the ink even dried on the I mean, paper did you see, for him to did sign. Did you see the uh, – God, it was just him, Randall uh, – I think he was in uh, – he was in Pennsylvania or Illinois. Right. I don't know because the uh, the video – I thought, oh, this is some kind of funny joke. Then I thought about it. And I was like, no, it's not really a joke. He was like, the president of Illinois, and I mean, literally, Fox had to cut the freaking feed. Fox had to cut the feed because he was just random, uh, randomly talking. It was just gibberish. It literally was gibberish. And, and just so that you know, it's pronounced Illinois. The S is silent. Really? Yeah. How do you not know this? Because I'm dyslexic and retard. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, it, dude, it's, and my son commented on it, uh, on that today. He was like, I have like really missed you this week. And he's like, it's been like a long week. Like he said that in the car on the way back to the house tonight. And I was like, you know what, dude? Yeah, it has been. It has been a long week. I guess it's because of the rain. I'm willing to chalk it up as that. But by God, I am ready for fall to, to quit screwing around and actually like stay. Well, it's going to have it's like half and half. Because uh, in the mornings, it's supposed to be like into the 40s. But once you get in the afternoon, it's going to be like 76. I see. I'm tired of that crap. Wake up in the morning, put a hoodie on go to work. And then like three hours later, you're peeling out of that thing because you're sweating. Hell, I wasn't even, I was wearing one of my, uh, my comfortable shirts up at work today. And I was literally uh, just sweating going back and forth. But I guess we can call that a, a day on the uh, episode on what the hell. Yeah. So thank you for watching, everybody. I'm David. Hey, I'm Johnny Skelton. All right. Take it easy. Y'all be safe. Uh, keep your head on a swivel. And, uh, you know, the closer that we get to the holidays, the, the, the more that we start to see the uglier side of humanity start to rear its head. And it's kind of a sad narrative as to where we are, not only as a country, but as a, as a society. So, you know, with that in mind, do yourself a favor and just be kind to people. That's the only thing. Be kind, be aware. I'm not saying, you know, cater to somebody else's need 24 hours a day, but just be aware that not everybody is going to have the same kind of great day that you're going to have. So, you know, going forward, hey, I, I don't know where I was going with that, except like, I just felt like I needed to say that we need to start maybe being kinder to each other. And, and, and yeah, I, you know, well, we can be offensive with each other and that's fine. It's whatever. I mean, but at the same time, we need to, what's the word I'm looking for? Civil. We need to be civil with each other. Yeah. I, I haven't really seen that much of it here lately. I mean, 
Hey, hey, this this <laughs> wanting to stop the episode, and then we had we end up doing another track. It's like uh, what's happening in Burke right now. Uh, Burke yeah, with all the power stuff. outages. Well, the power outages. I went to go pick up like uh, a tape measure because someone took mine, and uh, <clears throat> people were buying like generators, which I'm surprised they didn't buy it when our uh, 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 blizzard apocalypse happened. But uh, yeah, yeah. But you also see like the the people helping each other out and everything like that, which. It, it was small communities it like Burke Burnett with as much of a meth town as Burke Burnett is. Yeah. It is a smaller community. And, you know, you do see that. And we lose a lot of that in the bigger cities, in the bigger areas. And well, what gets and, and me I hate is to say it, it it's embarrassing to say it. Yeah, it it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. It's embarrassing to say as a, as a resident of Wichita Falls. We don't see that here. And we're only a town of 105,000 people. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, you, you can't be nice to somebody without being accused of having an ulterior motive. Like, what's your angle here? It's like, um, there's no angle here. I just, I, I'm trying to be a better human being. Yeah. Without, you know, I mean, because when you do something out of the kindness of your heart, that's called actually being, char- you know, charitable. That's being selfless. That's that's being kind-hearted towards your fellow man. But when somebody has to come in and say, you are mandated to do this, well, now you're just taxing me, you know. But anyways, we're going to get off on this huge rant. We tried to wrap this episode up like five, ten minutes ago. So Yeah, so I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. Thank you for watching.